Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? Hope you are having a wonderful week. And I just realized that sounded like some fucking radio intro hello everybody anyway um what what day of the week it, i i don't even know what day of the week it is but it's podcast time and we got the one and only hayla on this week's show hayla is a good friend of mine we kind of got put in touch during lockdown written a bunch of music together not actually released any music together but she has an unbelievable voice um she's also literally one of the nicest people I've I've met she's like everything about her is amazing um go check her music out but before listen to the podcast it was a beautiful conversation um it was really good so without further ado Hayla Hayla good mate how are you Good. Yeah, man. I'm really good. Thank you very much. Yeah. How's uh, you're, you're away at the moment. How's things? I know. It's all right. It's like slowly adjusting to American life compared to UK life. Yeah. It's definitely different. Um, yeah. And you've been gigging again as well. Hey. Yeah, mate. It's fucking amazing. Bloody hell, man. I can imagine it being like a bit of a shock to the system, though, eh? getting back out again. I like, I'm like nervous every time. Oh, I, really? I, but isn't that good? I haven't been I nervous think... since I was like, for a very fucking long time, put it that way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's fucking strange. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I think like sometimes though, it's quite nice to have those nerves because it sort of makes the moment at the end that little bit more magical. Makes you, know, you feel alive. Like that, makes you feel alive. Mm. Have you done anything yet? No, not yet. I mean, I there's some maybe some PAs that I might do. Mm. Um, oh, I know. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, they've not been confirmed yet, and I don't know if I can like. I don't know if I can speculate as to yeah. who and where because it's some tracks that might might be out, might not be yet. Um, but yeah, just I'm hoping to do some stuff. Sick. Um, if not, like at least go to something. You know. Yeah. It's if you not been to anything. Nah, you know, honestly, like the only thing I've been to in the last year and a half is I went to like a Night Tales thing in mm. maybe even November or something. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so I just don't need these four walls, me, I'm just here, you know. Just literally, are you still in the same flat in London? Yeah, yeah, it was or a house, housemate. Housemate, you're, yeah. you're, you're upper market, I forget you northerners. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Mate, I'm, I've got I'm, to tell you, I'm, it's so fucking hot in Detroit right now. Is it yet? Like, I'm literally taking my socks off because I'm like so hot. And <laughs> That's what you going to say. Uh, you do you. Whatever you want to, you know, <laughs> In the yeah. studio is like whoever built this fucking house, they didn't put the air conditioning into this room of, of the house. So oh, I've got like no. a toilet there and yeah. the air conditioning goes into there. Oh, so do you just go in there like... <gasps> yeah, literally just like stark bollock naked, just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, like, if you're doing a session with someone, give me two minutes. Yeah. 
there. It like literally makes me not want to do sessions though. It makes me not want to write music because it's just so sweaty in here. Man, I mean, like, is there any way? Have you got yourself one of them? You need one of them bloody dice and things, don't you? I makes know. it hot when it's cold. Makes it cold when it's hot. It, that's literally what I need. I've got like a window unit, a window like air conditioning unit that we don't have in the UK. It's like something that we don't know what the fuck is. It's like I do exactly. Um, but then yeah. it's really loud, so you're like, oh, and then if you're working, yeah, you and you're really, just like can't really. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I don't ever re really record vocals. It's only when you're in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than me. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think also as well, it's one of them, like, working remotely now, especially with Zoom stuff. If you found that being a lot, well, a lot more normalised than it was, that's that's good grammar, that is, isn't it? But, <laughs> You're northern, oh, mate. It's fine. We'll let you off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, I honestly, at the very start of, like, lockdown, doing vocals, I mean, I was a total, I, I mean, I'd forgotten. I did a bit of music tech in uni, mm. but forgot everything like how to use stuff i didn't even have a bloody laptop actually at the start of lockdown <laughs> honest to god recording on tape huh? recording on tape oh yeah oh on my phone and being like here you go mate <laughs> like sending, it, sending it over and i'll see you in the studio at some point but um but yeah like zoom i find it like pretty normal now i think it's pretty normal i did i was supposed to do a session with in a girl called indria may mm -hmm. i think that's how you say her name you should check yeah. her out. She's fucking dope. You should check her out. Like, it's like, I think you'd really like it because she's quite like real, like jazzy kind of Amy Winehouse vibe. Sick. Yeah, it's wicked. But we were supposed to do a session and she thought we were going to do a studio session. And then obviously it was just my stupid communication. And then she, she like texted me the week before that. Oh, so what we're doing, I was like, I'll send you a Zoom link and we can kind of vibe. She was like, okay, yeah. cool. And then we got on Zoom and she was like, I fucking hate doing Zoom, <laughs> Zoom calls. And I was like, so do I. But I think for you is like different because you're just, that's all you, you just, you're a singer. Like if you're a singer or yeah. a songwriter, so you kind of just had to get used to it. Yeah. And I think it was funny because obviously, I mean, this is probably an obvious statement and you probably know this, but we have to work overtime, like, because our senses are sort of taken down from the actual body language. Mm. So our brains work overtime to try and like, decipher what the other person's really thinking or feeling from the session and stuff yeah if you're doing that. i much prefer being in person to be fair mm -hmm. um, are you doing are you doing any there no no mm. um i haven't written i haven't been mate i'm terrible i haven't written music for so long yeah well like, you're out there playing it now yeah i've just like it's no, like since I've written anything for me as like Will Clark, I've written for other people, but mm -hmm. stuff for me, I haven't written months. Yeah, like yeah. even before I left it, the UK, I hadn't written for like about a month. So it's been really? about two months, which is really strange for me. And I think it's like really getting to me because I'm just like fucking, I want to write music so badly. Yeah, but you know when well, you're just like in kind of a funk and you're like, you have to write something. I kind of yeah. just need to force myself, really. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's sort of like you know, forced creativity. You can kind of like break through the barrier a little bit, can't you? But in the first place, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, man, it's not going to do anything. I'm just going to feel frustrated with myself, yeah. and I'll just feel like I've got this empty project. But I suppose it's sort of you know, the more yeah, it's just starting on it isn't it but yeah. i totally with that. I, I also want to just 
I want to, I've got in my head that I have to write bangers. And it's like yeah. the worst thing to have in your head because it's like so counterintuitive. It's just like, just write something. Yeah. And I think, you know, also as well, it's like you you sort of give yourself the weight of the world there, don't you? By thinking like, everybody's got to fucking like this. And then you're obviously thinking like, do I even like it though? Yeah. <laughs> it's like analyzing like where, you know, and I suppose it's kind of like, I don't know, when I'm writing lyrics and melodies, I like to think sometimes that no one's ever going to hear it. And then mm. maybe that sort of gives myself a bit of a head wobble, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm all right, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally empathize with that. Like when- the sort of, when you write, do you write based on your life experiences or do you just write on a subject that somebody else wants to talk about? It depends, really. I mean, a lot of it's sort of drawn from my own personal experience and the way that I think about things or, like, my view on things. Um, sorry, if you can hear that plane. Yeah, that loud. fucking plane is low. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's proper low, isn't it? I've just got the wind. You know, sorry. I'm on sorry. a flight path. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, like, I don't know. I think also as well, it's interesting because I, you know, do studio sessions for stuff like you were saying, you know, you do things for other people as well. Mm. Um, and just getting in sessions where it wouldn't sometimes strictly be for me. Maybe I'd draw on like, you know, obviously what different themes are yeah. kind of trending and stuff like that. I know that sounds really kind of like, but it's always, um, if I can draw on my own experiences and like my, obviously my own kind of way of thinking about things I do more so yeah that's cool do you i guess do you prefer i guess it's easier right or do you find it harder because it's like you're talking about real shit um i think it can be quite cathartic you know to actually it's sort of like journaling away in a tune you know um but i think if it it depends what it is really if it flows really naturally and i know that that's something that i just you know i genuinely feel and it didn't hurt me to write it i know that sounds funny Mm. but like I didn't have to kind of really dredge it up too much. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, but I have found it like quite cathartic. And some of the stuff, actually, if I'm really honest, that's come the quickest has been like the most like more heartfelt, mm. devastating kind of ones, you know. Yeah. Anything melancholy, man. Anything a bit like, you know. It's <laughs> my vibe. I love it. I love your vibe. Yeah. We've got yeah. we've got loads of records that we actually have to finish. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, see, this is the, this is the thing. I've got like projects with so many people that I just need to sit down and finish, mm. and just be like, I think what it is with me is that I've, I don't know how you find it, but I've got release my release schedule booked until like March next year. Oh, I remember you saying, haven't you got you've got like proper? Yeah, it's just like, so I think that's the thing. That's my issue. Before, like, I was before I had my manager and we were disorganized. Like, I was just, like, writing for the next release. Like, everything. I'd always write music and I'd always have records, but I'd always be trying to sign records to other people and shit like that. But, like, now is like, having your own label. You're just, like... Oh, yeah. It's just, like, easy. (laughs) It's, like, the easiest thing. I was going to say, with that kind of... Obviously, if you can make your own schedule and be a little bit more, well, I suppose, completely in control of when you, you know, want to release stuff and, like... yeah. Yeah, it must be pretty cool. What was the turning point? I mean, I know you're, I know I'm on, I know I'm here, but like, what was the nice. turning point for you that kind of made you go like, do you know what? I'm just gonna, why not set up my own label and just get it going? I think I'd always wanted one, um, yeah. but I always wanted to do it right. And mm-hmm. it, for me, it was like I was in the process of changing sounds. I took on Ryan, my manager, and oh, yeah. that was like the first thing that we, that I said like, I want to work towards. Um, 
it took us a year to get going. It took us a year to get like the right team and kind of work out what it's called and the branding and everything like that. Yeah. Um, it's a cool name. Yeah, it's cool. It's like yeah. we had probably about 50 names and then yeah. whittled them down and every like one of I had somebody else working for me mm. and every time I pulled all we have is now they'd be like it's too long like we can't do anything branding wise with that it's too long it's too long <laughs> and then I was in sat in an Airbnb and I saw this like it was super random but I was yeah. looking online and this like neon sign came up and it was like all we have is now and I just showed it to Ryan and I was like I think this is the name he was like yeah I love it yeah so and I think you know it's so you know it's, it's nice it's quite philosophical as well hey and it, and you know it's kind of like if we're gonna do it here's a good name literally all we have is now let's go let's fucking do like, it yeah would yeah. you ever would you ever start your own label I don't know whether I've got the management skills to do that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'd love the prospect of being able to be like, yeah, man, I've, I've done that. But uh, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like scatterbrain up here, me, scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. That's what Mate, makes honest. you amazing though. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> so you've just got a record out with Ben Nicky, which is very strange because I went to school with Ben Nicky. Shut the front door. Yeah. No way. He's like, what? he's like a couple of years older than me. No, no way. Yeah. I mean, because I know, I, like, obviously, I know he's from like Bristol way, right? Well, he's he, yeah, but he's from Somerset, really. Close, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Well, um, I mean, do you kind of have you ever gigged with him or seen him? No, like, we play like, very like, different music. He's like more of a trance boy. Yeah, um, and it was quite close apart in it, like. Yeah, but we we bump into each other on like festivals and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to school. So his he's a couple of years older than me, and his cousin's like a couple of years younger than me. I went to school with both. It's super random. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's mad. And the world becomes smaller all of a sudden. Yeah. What's the record called? It's called Where Were You. I was just listening to it. it sounds great. Oh, thanks. It's like very. Uh, it's, it's it's not what I expected from you. Um, okay. It's like quite commercial as well. It's like, yeah, I suppose it is. I mean, that's something, you know, because obviously he does more of the trance stuff. Mm. I think this for him was um, a commercial release as well, yeah. you know. So, but, I mean, it was just a really, just a really catchy record. It's one of those, it just, it, it does stick in your head. Mm. And I know it's, um, it's one of those tracks that I think like have been, you know, I think when did we, because it was with Exploded and I think, it's sort of meant to have been coming out for about the last year or so. So it's just nice for it to be like finally out. out. Yeah. 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 But the team are great. And like, it's just really exciting to see what it's going to do. So hopefully you never know. I might, might get with him. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. He does. He does really well as well. His, he, like his fan base is wild. Trance fan base are just like crazy lunatics. Yeah. Cause they just, they follow their, the artists they like, like from the, till the, till the day they die. They're literally just yeah. like, so dedicated it's, i remember working at cream in ibiza and like the trance nights like the trance room was just it's just mental heavy. yeah like i used to listen to that kind of stuff a little bit as well um like trance nation and stuff like that i used to have like hard trance album honest to god i used Proper to listen raver. to that like happy hardcore and like then i used to get like white label stuff off LimeWire and that you know yeah yeah and hope it wasn't porn <laughs> 
they're like downloading something. I remember once actually downloading something and my mum and dad being in the room and I like was I thought it was this dead good tune. It wasn't, it was born. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh and my mum and dad were just like, What are you downloading? I was like, Oh, it's a really cool tune. Oh my god, close. Like <laughs> low computers though back in the day when it was literally like eh, 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 you know, like Oh, uh, LimeWire. LimeWire oh. and Napster destroyed the music industry. Oh yeah, I know. And computers are like yeah, you know. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, massively. The amount of viruses that you got on those things are just oh. unreal. There's something nostalgic and lovely and warm and fuzzy about that, though, you know. Oh, it know. was they were good days, really I good know. days. Like, yeah. literally took like a day to download an album. Couldn't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. did you used to use um, like MSN Messenger, wasn't it? Mate, yeah, always. Oh my yeah. god, I spent hours on MSN. Mate, so did I. I used to say, I think I used to stay up till like three in the morning yeah. sometimes, and I'd be like, "Oh no, man, I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> done it again." And my mum's like, Are "You coming to bed at any time?" I'm like, "Leave me alone." Chatting to my mates. Like, yeah, oh. and then your mum picks up the phone and it cuts the yeah. internet out, and you're like, "Mom, I'm on the internet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mum, I'm speaking to my friends. God. But you spend all day with your friends at school and then you go and speak to them for hours on MSM talking about utter shit. I know. And now I'm like trying to catch a phone call off someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) It's mad how it's all changed. I know, isn't it? Yeah. It's like social media changing over. Are you on um, Twitch yet? No, I refuse. (laughs) Flat out. Yeah. I uh, locked down. I was asked. They asked me to do it. And I was like, nope. Not today. Although I've got friends like that made some very fucking good money during lockdown. Like I, a few yeah. few DJ friends that were doing streaming were making like 12 grand a month. Like, what? Yeah. Like it, so they Twitch did a deal with people. So they kind of actually employed people. Yeah. Um, and they would give you a, a salary. Um, and yeah, they yeah. pay you like I don't know, two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So people were earning really fucking good money, and then your tips on top of that. Because um, if people like send them through and that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So it, no. it <laughs> say that again. Bloody hell! I just said that. You know, I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. It's, I I didn't know they were doing salaries. I knew there was like putting offers out there and stuff. Um, yeah. But it's a lot of work. It was it was a lot of work. It was like. It doesn't sound like a lot, but I think it was like you had to do like nine hours a week or 12 hours a week. I can't fully remember. It depended on your deal. Um, And it was for like six months or a year. And like it's not it's a lot of work. The Twitch thing It's not just turning your laptop on and fucking DJing in your pants or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I got sick backgrounds in that. Exactly. Um, but have you, are you on it? No, nah, I just survey the land. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just like I just look at it and I'm like, all oh, right, yeah, cool. I've not do done anything on it though. Do you ever watch it? I have done. I've had like a few mates again who've done like DJ sets and that, and they've just been like, oh, just on. But it's quite nice because it's sort of like just chatting as well. So, yeah. but that's it really. Apart from that, I've not really, yeah, gone anywhere near it. But may- maybe you never know. Maybe you never know. I I I thought about putting the podcast on there. And doing oh, yeah. it, doing it like live. But I think there's something about just like 
when it's live, you, you've got other people kind of chiming in and like bringing in questions. I'm like, it kind of takes away the like one-on-one conversation, I think. Yeah, like organic kind of level yeah. of it. Mate, those earrings are fucking massive. Thank you. They're not like too heavy, but um, when I'm gigging, because like I've gotten through them and that looks gross, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they like crack me right in the face, honestly. I was going like, to say... Like, ha- how are your ears like coping with that? With these? Yeah. Fine. I don't even know I've got them anymore, you know. You're just like wangling them around like nothing's happening. I'm like, that is. Could pull an aeroplane on these, mates. Fine. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, sound, not, no thing, no worries here. How long but did it take you to stretch them? Um, I think I started when I was 18 or maybe 17 and then 23. 22 so only a couple of years but i was i was good with them you see you've got to be like slow and patient oh really oh yeah what's the process you just get like bigger and bigger tapers and keep on going and you do it in the shower so it's like you shove it through oh does it did it ever hurt um you can split them but i didn't i don't know but uh, no no mine were fine but i do know some people like go and get like an apple corer to the ear and just have it done straight no way yeah it's like a little it looks like an apple corer and just like hold their ear and just staple it out you know that's fucking awful who would do that it's a body modification thing people do it yeah well me i I did mine myself you see so organic yummy exactly oh yeah, yeah you're a vegan as well aren't you Yes, I am. Yeah. What are you going to say about it, Will? <laughs> Fucking vegan. I was talking to a friend the other day, last night actually, and he's coming to use my studio later. And oh. um, I was, I was like, oh, I'm cooking for a mate tonight. I was like, you're more than welcome to, unless you're a vegan and you can fuck off because I'm cooking meat. <laughs> what if they bought their own special snacks? You know what I mean? Yeah, they can cook it themselves then. Okay, fair. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just checking the land for like you know how it would be if I came over for dinner. I'll, I'll cook you a vegan meal. I don't have an issue with yeah, with me Linda. You know what I mean? With your Linda sausages, yeah. Linda McCartney's. Huh? I don't think they have them in in America. Linda McCartney's. <sighs> I know. I don't know what you'll eat. You'll probably just have to eat lettuce. I mean, you know, I'd come back looking looking pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd be all right. Just, just have like, just eat some uh, boiled potatoes. Fine. Yeah, you can't even eat eggs. Do you? Do you miss anything? Cheese, man. <sighs> like, I, I didn't have to think about that, then did I really? But no. I went to um, I don't know. Do you remember Safeways supermarket? Fucking hell, that's a blast from the past. Oh, I know. So they used to have like a pick and mix cheese section, and I was all over at me. Uh, <laughs> like. All words in their pick and mix was good in its way, you know what I mean? But I was like, nah, get me to the safe way. That's so good. I didn't know they did that. Oh, well, they did. In Formby, they did anyway. So. Thornby. Formby. With an F. Fuck. Is it? Is it Formby? I thought it was with yeah. a TH. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I must have like spell typed it wrong to you once or something because I think I, I like, I don't know. But yeah, Formby with an F. Formby. That's so, I love that. Yeah. That so it's much. cute. I think. Nice beat. I think you'll actually be able to eat certain cheese in America because they've got like this plastic cheese out of a, it's like, it's like, it's like whipped cream in a whipped cream container that it just, it's, it's fucking awful, but it's not cheese. It's not cheese. So, but it is cheese. What? And it's marketed as cheese, but it's not cheese. Yeah. And it, and 
on like <laughs> I think Go like on, I think like on the container it says does not contain any dairy products, but it says it's cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like the American thingy cheese, American burger cheese. Like I don't even think that's actually cheese. Oh no, I don't think it is. I'm not sure. It's Should like stringy and rubbery. Should we Google this? Tastes like Play-Doh. Uh, Play-Doh? I haven't eaten Play-Doh How, when, when was the last time you ate Play-Doh? I know, it's just, you know, well, you know, I don't, <laughs> haven't. <laughs> um, is there cheese in American burger cheese? That sounds the most ridiculous question ever. I can't believe I'm even questioning this. Is there cheese in American burger cheese? I reckon the no. The only mean. cheese product which includes... Oh, it's just gelatin. Oh, that's so, like little hooves, isn't it? <laughs> little <laughs> little hooves. babe hooves. Yeah, I can't eat little baby hooves. I'm not doing that. What cheese? I know it tastes good, though. You know, I know that. You want what? <laughs> little baby hooves. Not like, <laughs> not like, <laughs> not like as they are. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Um, gelatin. Gelatin's weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. But, you know, you can have alternatives in that. I do quite like a veggie Percy pig. Wait, do they do veggie Percy pigs? And the caterpillars. Wow. Mind-blowing. Everybody in America is like, what the fuck are they talking about? Percy pigs? Yeah, they don't have them over here. Or the caterpillars. Missing out. I know, right? Percy pigs are good. They're Marks and Spencers, right? They are. Upper market. Now you. I was going to say, yeah, people need to get like you know a little subscription over from America. If you're from America, get shopping. I don't know if you could actually uh, ship it though, could you? Yeah, I think you could, but it would probably cost more than actually all the products. Oh, I lost you. Hey, la. Yo. It's back. You're back. A plane. Blame the plane. That plane just literally just. Flew, flew into our internet signal. <laughs> <laughs> there was like mum picking it. It was like mum picking up the phone, but the plane did it instead. <laughs> mum, told you not to disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. What airport yeah. are you in? The is it Gatwick? Uh, mm, How yeah, do you maybe. not know this? You've lived there for so long. No, I've only been here since September. Me? No, you've been here longer than that. No, really? September is seven months ago, though. Okay. <laughs> Listen, time is linear, man. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. Are you, where, where, where are you in London? Are you going to Google for me? Yeah, I'm doing it for you. So you get the Google. Um, I am in Hammersmith. So Hammersmith. I don't know. I literally get on the tube, get lost, and then forget where I am again. You know, oh, and that's what. It must be. St- it must it be um It must be City Airport. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> London City Airport. Is it? I L- mean LCY. It's gotta be. Cause Could it's... Be. Oh no, there's another one. Uh, maybe I don't know. It to be fair, yeah. it could be any of them. But it's pretty low, so it must be London City. I think it must be. I mean, you know. I hope it doesn't happen again. It shouldn't do. I just have to like... (laughs) Just have to put a word in. 
with the airport. I know, yeah. Call them up after. I'll be like, which one was, which one of you guys had your plane fly over? Who fucking was it? Yeah. <laughs> Blame you and your airport. Yeah. How's the brew? Mm. Black coffee. I think it's my fourth or fifth of the day. Oh, good. black coffee, not tea. No, I do like tea, but I used to like it more when I drank milk. Yeah. And now it's oh, yeah, you don't drink milk, do you? No. Fuck's sake. I know. Everything's ruined. What about oat milk? <laughs> yeah, that's bangers. It's wicked, isn't it? It's good. Have you tried Oatly? Yeah, I've actually got some in my fridge. The barista oh, version, actually. Ooh, that's the best one. You've got to get the barista version. I don't think I've, I've not had it actually, but I've been told it's the best one. It's thick. It's good. Thick. Thick. It's like hot. It's like whole mi- whole milk. Is it? Yeah. I did use like whole milk. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. But yeah. What are you going to cook for your mate then? Cooking chili tonight. Oh chili man. Chili con carne. Yeah. In that heat. I know, yeah. but it's stupid of me. I went to the supermarket the other day and just bought a load of ingredients and. One of them was chili ingredients. Mm. So I haven't cooked chili in a while and I can make a massive vat of it. So it just lasts me for ages and then I can just eat chili. So good. And then if you have it in a jacket potato as well. I haven't had a jacket potato in donkey's years. Well, that's what you need to do sometime this week, isn't it? Unfreeze some of that bad boy, put it in a jacket potato. Yeah. I, got, I, had, I had Thai last night. I got left, loads of leftovers Thai. So I should eat that as well at some point. I had a Thai on Sunday. I love Thai food. Oh, so good, isn't it? Yeah. What did you really have? Um, I had like some sort of, it was, what was it called? It wasn't a pad Thai, but it was slightly different. Um, it's just like a vegetable, but it wasn't like a pad Thai. I can't remember, basically. It was a place I'd never been to before, but it was so nice. It was in um, Swinton in Manchester. There was an answer. What were you no doing answer. up north? Um, seeing a mate, actually. Nice. So I just, yeah, I just went for like, a couple of days, um, and you know, because now I'm down here. I mean, it's sort of the trains. I used to do them all the time. I used to always come down to London about three, four times a month. Yeah. Um, for a couple of days, and now it's now I've got a base here. I suppose I just go up really few and far between now. <laughs> I know I'm like oh, but I you know I moved back to my parents during lockdown, and then my my house was in Manchester, so I used to you know. So now I'm down here. It's like mm. yeah. I need to try and make a bit more of an effort. Well, I remember when we had our first session together um, yeah. and you were still up north. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to move. Just fucking move down. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, I think you were one of the people that made me sort of, you know, go for it because we talked quite frankly about it, didn't we? I think I'd moved back to my parents' house and I was just sort of like, you know, thinking, oh, well obviously lockdown anyway, like we couldn't really do much because when we first met, was it halfway, th- was it, it was just after, was it? I think it was like a June mm. or July. Yeah. It was in the summer because it was hot as fuck. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh my God. Yeah, it mm. was. Um, But honestly, like I really appreciate that chat that we had because I think that you, you know, because you're really straight to, you know, straight down the middle, like, you know, you, you know, you've got no reason to say something if you don't mean it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I really respect that about you. And I hope, I hope that's a nice ob- observation. Yeah, no, I think for me is like, I, I literally just want the best out of everyone. I want yeah. everyone to be fucking happy and have like, and like, I, I sometimes like, I think it's just important to be honest, right? There's yeah. so many, so many people in this world that, 
just kind of say what you think they want to hear mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not what we need to know we need to be told what we don't want to hear a lot of the time it's true actually isn't it and I think that's where growth comes from too isn't it so and especially kind of like you know it's like monitoring what's what's best for realistically what's best for an individual as well you know like because you were so right that I should have you know making the move down south it was the best decision I've made yeah uh, really and I'm I'm lucky that where I've been able to be and you know um but I was sort of so umming and ahhing it and I remember when we just chatted and you were like mate come on like it would be so good like you should just do it and I was like um so yeah well I think for you as well is like there's only in the like in the world there's only certain amount of places where you can just do the amount of sessions that you need to do to become a yeah. a, a well-known vocalist or singer-songwriter right and mm. the only place in the UK is London there's no other places mm. so it, it just yeah one time <laughs> so no go on carry on yeah, it just seems like I was spending, like I said, so much time on the train. And I don't mind traveling me. I'm quite like, you know, I quite like moving around. But um, it was just, yeah, getting to the point where, to be honest, the amount of money I was spending on trains as well, I could have just got rent here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So, but I mean, definitely the amount of time that I've spent down here, the amount of people I've been able to work with. Mm. And I know that's just even like, a, a blip on the grand yeah. scale of how many people there are working down here and how many sessions you know are there and available if people will have me um but yeah like I I think it's I think it's great and now it's starting to open up again a bit I can actually sort of because moving here in lockdown it was just like nothing Shit, was going yeah. on mm. and I, I like my own space I kind of I am a bit of a like introvert I suppose to mm. a certain degree and I do quite like being on my own but yeah. I was a bit like yeah this takes a piss a bit now. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing going on not nowhere's open kind of thing and it was just like you know I was just getting them brew dog deliveries and that's that's a what's a brew dog delivery brew dog beer oh yeah yeah you love your beers yeah. don't you I do many I do. nights have we spoke and you're just like chugging the beers <laughs> i'm better now i tell you i'm on my couch to 5k i only drink on the weekends oh are you me. doing that I'm tra- yeah congrats I'm doing- thanks i'm like trying anyway i went on a run the other day when it was like 31 degrees <laughs> i was like why am i here it was like my whole body just turned into like oh that's oh. the worst it's yeah it's so bad but that's amazing are you getting guns yeah. as well you're like working out me, I don't know really. I think it's more going that way rather than going, <laughs> going that way. South. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on it though. I've got some of them resistance bands in that, so maybe we'll give them a go. Do it. But yeah, I've been enjoying like for headspace and like I've been trying to do meditation every day and getting onto like the daily stoic and podcasts. And what's the know. daily stoic? I've heard a lot about that. The daily stoic. So my friend just bought me it. Um, and like stoicism in the kind of you know philosophical way I suppose I'm just new to um but it's a book have I got it down here I had it down here before but it's really nice it's like little um phrases for the day or like Mm. little stoic kind of mantras or just little passages and it'll explain it and how it could fit into your day okay so it's like every day it's just listed like by the date and it's just a little thing to take with you through the day and it's quite nice actually do you actually take it with it with you like do you remember it or like because I know like things like that I like 
I like these inspirational quotes on Instagram. Rick Rubin's the best for it. And I'm like, you post him quite a bit. Huh? Yeah. I post all of his yeah. stuff. Like, and I, I look at it and I'm like, yes, fucking remember this will. And then like 10 minutes later, I've forgotten about it. Hey, I'm exactly the same. Honestly, like, I, cause I, I just think even when I'm doing like a meditation, I just do the uh, daily calm and there's like a little, you know, mantra or whatever, or like a nice little phrase at the end of yeah. it and something to, yeah, take, take with you throughout the day. And I'm like, what <laughs> two seconds later we've completely forgotten it again but it's nice for that moment i suppose i guess that's yeah. it it's just enjoying the moment and it must be helping it's better mm. than kind of filling your brain with shit yeah <clears throat> that we do for yeah. the rest of the day on social media and shit like that what who like oh, all of uh, us just generally yeah, I think I think it's good to try not to look at social media as soon as you wake up and as soon like just before you go to bed. Mm. Do you do that? I did, but I'm trying not to because mm. I think it's sort of like you can lose so much time on it as well, you mm. know. And especially like TikTok, they like the clock disappears on it, What's so that? like you could just be, you know, TikTok. Yeah. Like you no, know, when you're on the app, the like the time on your phone isn't there. Does it really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gone. So like, you know, you could kind of think, oh, I've only been on it for like five minutes and it's been like 15 or whatever. Damn. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't know because it like blanks out the time. Yeah. Do you have your phone on you now? Yeah. What's your screen time? Oh, God. Come on. Um, but I mean, I use mine for like. No, don't give, don't be giving those excuses now. Can't, 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 can't pull a disclaimer out. I look at animal videos. No, um, <laughs> cute animal videos. Um, oh God, do you want to know? It's actually really bad. It is actually really bad. Oh, mine's really bad. I don't know whether mine's worse. You know, do you want to know? Embarrassing, <sighs> actually. You know. Yeah, this is it, bad. Fifteen forty-four. Whoa, fifteen hours a day. But that might be because I'm playing music on it and leave it. Yeah, I'm not, it is. I'm not sitting there like on it. Do you know what I mean? Um, Let's, there's there's got to be a social media bit. That's from last week. Like average, let's see. See all activity. Click see all activity. So Spotify for me is six hours, 42 minutes. Okay. So you're doing about eight hours off Spotify. Yeah. My, my daily average is seven hours. That is so good. That's mad. So like, I suppose if I took away my music, <laughs> maybe it'd be maybe it'd be close to that. Well, if I took away Instagram, yeah. Social fuck me, this is bad. Go on. Twenty last week on social media, I did twenty-one hours. On social media, yeah. Man, I like I don't know how how do you show that. So, oh. so click on the screen time and then click see all activity. See all activity. Let's have a look. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. What did I do? Oh, I think it was, yeah, about 14. I do like, really? <laughs> I think so. Yesterday, I think like, so. I, I'm averaging about two out, an hour and a half to two hours a day on on Instagram. Well, I don't know whether that's, that's weekly, but like hourly by the day. Yeah. It's like, obviously it's not that a day. No. I'm just, cause could you imagine? Wow. <laughs> I'd be like brain 
Fried. It's wild what we do to ourselves. Uh, it is weird. Have you watched the um? What is it? The social yeah. Network. Yeah. Oh uh, no! Is is it the Social Network? No, it's Social Dilemma. So, yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, wild. Social Network. Social Network is not the one about Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I really like that film. Yeah, I did. I watched it a couple of years ago, but I like. I remember it a little bit. Maybe you should rewatch. I watched it about twenty times. It's one of my I favorite like films. Yeah, I don't know why I like it so yeah. much. But you always have those films, though, don't you? I love like, yeah, I love me a bit of Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson, what's that? The director. Oh, is it? I, I don't. Like, like Life Aquatic, like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, I see. I've not seen any now. of those. Oh, you should. You should. I think try Grand Budapest Hotel. I've done that. That's great. So, like, it's like you know. So he's done all the other ones. I've got uh, like a Fantastic okay. Mr. Fox tattoo, actually. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, his his like style is strange but cool. Mm. It's so kind of like the color palette on them is amazing. It's, it's almost like animated, right? But not. Yeah, I think like yeah, because Fantastic Mr. Fox is like all yeah. the way through basically, but there's always elements of. I mean, in in Grand, Bud- Grand Budapest Hotel, there's like elements of animation in there as well. Yeah, super strange. What's your favorite film? Is Fantastic Mr. Fox your favorite film? Uh, in, ever yeah. in life yeah yeah the world oh my god um no i used to really like the shining used to be right up there i've still never I seen really... that oh it's good you know it is really good is it scary think, like not i mean like jumpy in parts but i suppose it's yeah i wouldn't class it as like scary i think oh, also yeah. as well because you know now the advancements in like cgi and stuff like that are so crazy you know realistic yeah. but this is but it's like more arty i suppose did you see the follow-up no i didn't actually they've, they've i released... was gonna say you but you've not watched yeah i've not yeah they they bought the follow-up like out about four or five months ago i think yeah 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 Let's i need to it. maybe i'll have a look but yeah fantastic mr fox is right up there so you should watch that yeah i should watch it I feel like I must have watched that when I was a kid. Why? It's not been out that long, you know. Oh, maybe I didn't then. I thought it was like, it wasn't it a book? Yeah, it was, but like, he did a film adaptation of it with like George Clooney being like the voiceover for like... Oh, really? Maybe, maybe it's the the book that I remember. Yeah, it's it's classic. What's, uh, what's going on with music? What have you got, what have you got coming up? Mmm, bits and bobs. Can you say I've got, um... Huh? Can you say anything about it? Or is I can it say a little like, bit. Hush, yeah. hush. Um, I know, keep it on down there. Yeah. No, um, I know the sort of dates for things at the moment are nearly set in stone, if not completely set in stone. But I know that I've got another one of my, another solo singles coming out very soon. Um, cool. So hopefully, yeah, I'm hoping that'll be out in the next couple of months. Is that on Good Company? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, nice. it is indeed with Good Company. Yeah, so another good company one. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. Um, that's sm- another one you that we- smashed your last record. Oh, thanks, mate. It- Do you know what's so nice? Like, it's still getting added to playlists and stuff like that. So, yeah. What, what streams are you at now? On that one? Yeah. Three point something. Sick. I think so. And it's, it, you know what's nice as well? Like, it's sort of, it. yeah, it's still, you know, just doing bits which is lovely and and naked as well you know i see that that's still kind of in playlists 
not as many obviously as it was because that's about a year year and a half now but yeah yeah so i'm really excited for this next one as well and it's kind of a little bit more i say it's a little bit more up tempo maybe Mm. maybe a little bit still got the kind of like similar vibes yeah but um, yeah I'd love to be able to be like, here's a snippet of it. But um, yeah, you just got to wait. Who are you working? Is it a collaboration? Are you, or is it just a Halo record? Oh, um, as in credit, credits wise. No, like yeah. as in, is it uh, like Halo and Will Clark? Is it like, oh, is it right. just Oh, no, just me. That's cool. Who are you working with on the production side of things? Um, At the moment, I think we've got um, Kingdoms. Okay, cool. Um, also wrote the track so they're yeah. doing the production on that side of things um if we end up i'm not sure whether we've got any remixes or anything mm. like that as well just yet we might do so i'm gonna like keep that on the but um but yeah so we've got the production there done with kingdoms um and i think i think it's i think it's ready to go sick do so. you like being in the studio when they're producing it or are you like no no yeah no it's your record yeah. at the end of the day isn't it it's like a halo yeah. record so you're like yeah i think like you know i mean i um i do really just generally when i'm in the studio i do quite like writing something from scratch i mean this one was already kind of written really so that was separate but i do really like being in the studio and like being able to maybe i don't know not guide something really but i mean it's like just feel the vibe out with someone whilst they're trying to create it because i know we've done that in the studio yeah i like doing that it's fun yeah yeah, definitely. Do you ever do you, do you ever sing other people's songs? Like yeah, they've written. Other people's songs. Yeah, other people like if like you go into a session and somebody's written a song, like lyrics, and then somebody else has produced it and they're just like, We want you on the vocals. Like, have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah little bits here and there, because I think like, you know, if the song is something that I really like mm. and I think it sort of fits the sort of style and genre that I'm working in, I just think it's amazing to be able to share the wealth. And also yeah. it's nice to be asked. Mm, totally. You know what I mean? yeah. To actually like have somebody go, you know, I think your voice would sound amazing on this. Would you like to give it a go? Yeah. And like actually go for, you know, go for that. I think that would be really, It's I, I do really enjoy that. But I do enjoy obviously writing my own stuff as well because um, obviously you get a different feeling with that. Mm just a little bit you know obviously when I'm singing it I still feel as much kind of like a really good connection to yeah. it but if it's something that I've actually written completely for myself then I do always feel that a little bit more of a I mean I don't know it must be interesting me saying that because obviously you make all your beats but like then it's kind of you know oh do you have you ever been in that situation before <laughs> dun, dun, dun. um I've worked with a producer on one record where yeah. I kind of I've worked with producers many of times, but yeah. released a record where I wasn't in the control and like I wasn't engineering it. I was just like kind of what the quintessential producer would be like in the back of the room going, yes, this, no, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've only released one record. And I loved the record at the time, but I hate it now. Cannot oh, fucking no. stand it now. Oh, God. Um, but the, it was such a great experience. I learned so much, and and I I would tell everyone I I'd love to work with somebody like yeah. that's more talented than me at certain things. Um, mm. because I I think there's a, something really important to bring 
people in that are better at you, better than you at certain things, right? Totally like, agree with that. So let's say, for instance, I wanted to get a pianist or a guitar player. I'm not going to fucking be able to do that. Like, yeah. guitar, definitely not. Piano, like, I can get around, but mm-hmm. let's get somebody that's fucking amazing at it. Just gonna do like yeah. yeah. I've written some pop. I've written some pop stuff that I. It was really. It was actually really interesting. I I work with uh, this guy called Mitch and a girl called Annabelle. We're working on a project for her. Um, and I think have you met Annabelle? I don't know. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I don't Annabelle. know. If, I don't think you have actually. You've got to meet her. I put yeah. you guys. I put you guys in touch. Put us together. Yeah, I'll put you guys in touch. She's she's wicked. Um, But like Mitch, he's like a re like just unbelievable pianist. Like on another level, I've never seen anyone that good. It was just like wild. And he's also a really good good engineer. Um, Oh, amazing! So it was weird when we were doing like pop sessions. Like I'm not a great pop writer. Like as in. I'm more house, if you know what I mean. But when we're writing pop songs, like I'm like, okay, well, I'll just sit back and be like, no, you should do this, you should do that, do this, do yeah. that. And well, it was so, it was such a nice experience because when you're yeah. in a room and no one's egos are out, that was the thing. Is yeah. like, as the producer, you can kind of like get the best out of everyone for what they're great at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do. I'd love to produce more people like that. It'd be amazing. And I think, I suppose for you as well, if you're working with people who are doing slightly different things to the way you are, the way you normally do, it's only going to add to your skill set. Yeah. And help you sort of level up in a different way. Mm. Or like, and I think that's something it's kind of, like I've had sessions before, like, and it's no one specific where I kind of like think this, but you know, where I've kind of felt a bit intimidated to begin with. Totally. and been like, oh God, this is like quite a big session and I don't know, emotionally am I okay? I'm like, mm. we're okay. But um, I just think, I can do this. I think that, like, at the end of the session, I'm like, you know, it was just so nice. And I don't know, you always, I don't know whether you ever get that, but, like, it's like the amp up beforehand where you think, like, oh, my God, I hope my brain works and stuff. Um, But I always come away feeling like I've learned something. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it's so important to kind of put yourself, yeah, in the rooms where maybe you feel slightly out of your depth in a certain way. totally totally i've i've done i've done things like that especially doing like pop stuff where i'm yeah. like i should not fucking be in this room like I, <laughs> like there's there's i ha- i have no and like i'm I, that's not me trying to fish for compliments it's like i have no like no one needs me here oh me but, but it's like it's also the most humbling experience ever as well and i yeah, think yeah. i think we all need that i think like if I was just sat in my own little room writing house and techno all day, like I can do that. It's easy. It's easy for me, if you know what I mean. And I think you have to step. That's, that's the the best thing that happened to me in lockdown is I was able to do sessions with so many people. Like we became friends in lockdown. Yeah. I didn't know you before lockdown. I don't think it was, it was actually, yeah, it was June, wasn't it? So that was, yeah, complete lockdown. And I think, it's funny, isn't it? Because obviously, luckily, studios stayed open through that yeah. period of time. So, but um, but yeah, it's been it's been really good for those moments where I've been able to get into studios and meet new people. Mm. And obviously, 
like coming down here now hopefully means that there'll be more of that you know well i think and i think that's the thing is it's just it's so important to just be in rooms with talented people because you never know what's going to happen no you never. never know and it's very easy as an art as like i don't know about you but i i think we're kind of similar it's very easy to be like introvert and just like yeah. sit in your own little room and kind of isolate yourself away yeah, yeah, I'm terrible for that. I yeah, do that and, and it's it's, and then you go out and you're like, oh shit, that was actually really good. I really enjoyed myself. But mm. then the next day, you forget how much fun you had the day before, and you're like, oh fuck, I need to do that more. But yeah. doing sessions with people, even if it's nothing comes of it, it's still an amazing experience. Totally, and and I do think that like it's one of them, isn't it? You might end up finding that that track you have like just lingering on your laptop or on a hard drive. A couple of years later, someone goes, "Did you do that? Like, can we just have it?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, yeah, if you if you want, yeah, yeah. Totally. And it's like you never know. What was it that story about? Um, seventeen MK, um, and like, oh, what's the vocalist called? She seemed she's lovely. Like, I I did like a little uh, podcast with her and Sarah Story like over lockdown. Um, Carla Monroe. Okay, yeah, yeah. And like that, that um, vocal apparently was done like years before, and mm. it was one of those again. I think it was like one of those stories where it just sort of popped up and ended up being that track. You know, it's mad, isn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So you just never know what's going to come out of anything, even if it's just that you feel, yeah, like you've made a relationship with somebody, you've got like a lovely another connection with someone. Um, you know, and it could just be like on a purely friend basis. So it could be like, okay, today didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but maybe we'll get in again and we can at least be on the same page about what yeah. we want to do. No, I totally and agree. I, I'm, to be fair, I'm literally, the reason why I go into sessions to write music, obviously, but I go, I think the thing I like the most about a session is the social side of it yeah. and who I'm with. And I, I used to just do like sessions with anyone and now I'm mm -hmm. like, I have to kind of scope them out because I'm like, I'm going to spend a lot a of lot. time with you. And mm -hmm. I like, I've learned some lessons over lockdown and I'm just like, okay, I need to get to know the people first and kind of like really enjoy the yeah. process. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such a personal thing as well. Um, writing music yeah. with someone. It must be even, it must be even more personal for you as well because you're like writing lyrics that are, might be about your life. Yeah, I mean, like, I suppose it depends really who I'm with. I mean, I definitely know there's people that I feel more comfortable with because I because I know them yeah. more, you know. And I find that um, thought thought processes and lyrics come out a lot easier. But I suppose, yeah, I mean, there can be situations where you think like, oh, I could write about that, but also, is it going to be like <laughs> going to bring everybody down as well? If I'm just like, oh. You know, here's the same story over and over again, yeah. but I just need to keep on talking about it. But um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely know the more comfortable I, are, I am around someone, the easier I find for my lyrics to come out anyway. Mm. Um, and maybe that is something to do with the fact that, you know, I didn't want to be as open maybe because, mm. I don't know, just didn't feel that sort of closeness yet to be able to show it yeah. off. Makes sense, you know, totally. I, I don't know, yeah, so there's yeah. an element of that. Is it like therapy? Mate, totally, yeah. yeah. Singing for me always has been, though, I think. Okay. It's one of those things. Like, I always, you know, my little my little thing is, like, if I can ever make anyone feel, like, an ounce of what I feel when I sing, mm. I think I've done my job. Love that. Like, 
that's what I want. That's, yeah. you know, if I can give someone some of the emotion that I feel when I sing, because it's like the sort of relief and, yeah. And I don't know, it's like, it's really cathartic. I like that. And I, and I think that's the thing is why we do it, right? Is because yeah. there's something about this industry that is fucking awful. But there's yeah. also things that we wouldn't do what we do if we didn't love it and it didn't give us something because there's barely any money in it. It's like you do years and years and years to potentially be successful, right? Yeah. But yeah. we wake up every day and it makes us happy. Mm. I think definitely. And I think, you know, it's totally one of them, isn't it? When you when you make something, you just it's up to everybody else really how it how well it does, you know. And and obviously kind of like where it gets placed and things like that and obviously like making sure you've got the right management behind it to put it in the right areas and whatever but like but yeah it's interesting isn't it it's definitely you know it's like that book start with why you know your core value have you ever read that no never i read about half of it but so i can (laughs) so i can so i can go with it a bit but it's talking about like core values and why businesses and i suppose i was putting it to like a personal level Mm. of why people succeed because their reason why is so strong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've never mm. thought about that, but it's so true. Yeah. So if your reason why is not authentic and integral to what the product is or whatever you're trying to put out there and it's just cash, like your reason why is not like yeah. authentic and people and audiences and, you know, um, I suppose people who will buy your record as well, consumers, you know, they want something authentic. They want to be able to feel some sort of connection to it. And I think businesses and people sometimes find the attachment to whoever's trying to sell them something in whatever capacity don't feel like they can truly invest in it because it's not authentic. Because yeah. the reason why is not, you know. Not it. Not yeah. It's, it's, what's your thoughts behind major record labels in that sense? Because I yeah. think in in our industry majors do some great things but they also change that why i guess using that for an example was like they come to you with like we've got five 500 grand we've got a million quid that we're going to give to you yeah and and it's sort of you know if there's someone in the team i mean i suppose in every business there's that someone special who's able to kind of like push it into the right direction and hopefully not just treat you as like a number you know and just be like, oh, well, we've put this much money behind them, so therefore they must fly, you yeah. know. And it's kind of like, yeah, okay, that will help with the marketing and videos and make it look amazing. But I think it's trying to find that person in those bigger companies who is actually really interested in and invested in the individual rather than just kind of going, here's some cash, go. Here's some dollars. Or, signs. on the other hand, like giving somebody an opportunity but then not really investing in anything and they kind of shelve them a bit. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know if that's answering the question. right. No, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's the thing is you can, it just has to be authentic, right? Yeah. Has to feel right. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's also, it's like you were saying before, you know, thinking we've always got to make a banger, but at the same time, it's kind of like, but did that come easily? And like the ones that you've, is a question, the ones that you've had release wise that you've been the most pleased with, do you feel like you've tried with them or do you feel like they flow, they flow out? No, every one of my success, every record that's been successful is just like come in like an hour. Mm. And every record that I've worked the hardest d- doesn't do that well. 
but it's not I'm necessarily working the hardest to to make it a banger if you know what i mean yeah. like, no, one no, of, totally. like one of my favorite records uh, it took we wrote it in like three four hours it took me ages to get it right but is it my most yeah. successful record no if that yeah makes sense. but it's your favorite but it's one of my favorites yeah I suppose really, actually, that I should have rephrased it, really. I suppose that's what I meant, really. In a line of success, I mean, probably the ones that you like most, nice. rather than, like, the masses. More so, mm. you know, you yourself, how much you like the tracks that you've put out in timescale. Yeah. Do, do you, you get know. frustrated when you've got a record that you that you absolutely love yourself, that you're like, this is unbelievable, this is my best work, and then it yeah. comes out and it's just like, bleh, just like pissed on my fire? <laughs> Mm, I, I like I've got a few tracks that I know are a little bit like they're a bit off piste like and I I'm I know that like a few people have heard them and they've been like well I'm not really and I'm like it's the best thing I've ever done I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> you know like <clears throat> but you know I I think there's things that I've got that are going to be released at some point um that I will end up being like oh, I just yeah I don't know. I, I think don't release it, Halo. Don't release it. Don't release it if you're like we. we... No, no. All oh, right. No, I think it's. I know. I mean, I think like um, it'll be one of them where no, don't worry, don't worry. Um, I'm confident about it. <laughs> I, I think it's just one of them though. It's sort of like you know, if people have heard it and then gone, oh, I'm not sure, but then it, it's like I think it'll do really well. Mm. You know, but what? I know you're looking at me now, like no, that's yeah. the best feeling though when a record a record when somebody says i'm not too sure if i like it or i don't think it will do that well and then it comes out and it smashes and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. fuck you i told you so <laughs> I told you. yeah do you know it's funny though isn't it you know and i think like obviously you know again it's like up to the universe in it bloody universe yeah gotta do right by us all you literally. um <laughs> what it's literally that you never fucking know do you I know, and it? it's that whole like paint and sticking on a wall and that. But, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it's kind. That's the thing that I kind of love and hate about it is that you just never know. Yeah. No. No. No, there, no one, like, no one has ever. I I don't know. I I I can't speak for anybody else, but I guess for myself is like, there's been so many records that I'm like, this is a fucking banger. Yeah. And then it comes out and absolutely flops, and you're like, "Fuck! What? What is it? What, what's yeah? What's that like magic recipe yeah. to kind of like? Why aren't people hearing what I'm hearing? And like, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I mean, the one the one track that I've got like the most streams on actually that track Too Drunk. I don't know if you've heard it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Wait, my mum was like, "Why did you write that?" It's like, sorry, mum. <laughs> uh, sorry, mother. Um, but yeah, like that, to be fair, I think all of us were like, whoa, like when it's, because obviously the streams on it are quite high. big. You know? yeah. So we, we were like, wow. But you know, it's kind of like, I don't know whether that was timing or like, obviously it's a sick tune, but like, <laughs> but I don't know whether it's, it's like getting all those things to align magically somehow or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right bloody thing. No, it's, you're right. It's, it's all alignment. It's all timing. Yeah. Like everything, it, it, it's so mad. Because if you think about it, like, it did really well, right? And it these types of records, it has to be... There's like 
six gate holders in this industry, right? Maybe like yeah. you've got radio, you've got Spotify, you've got Apple Music, you've got Amazon and you've got YouTube. And at those companies, you've all got like the heads of the playlist or the heads of the who chooses what's going on the radio shows and all of that. Yeah. And then you've got your fans. But the way all of these things are set up is that your fans don't hear it unless the gatekeepers allow them to hear it. Yeah, which is crazy in a way. Which is you know, like, let's say, for instance, you have 20,000 people following you on Spotify. 20,000 yeah. people don't see that you've released a record. Yeah, which is like... Which you're what? just like, what the fuck? It's, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's like Ooh. Instagram. Like, you have 100,000 100, um, followers and only 1,000 people see your fucking page and you're like, uh, what? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like it works down the percentile, huh? Yeah. And also recently as well, I don't know if you've ever had this yourself, because I suppose now you've got your label, maybe you wouldn't come across this. But like um, just from the other day, like the assets that I had for the single that's just come out, yeah. um, like UMG were like, you can't use this video because it's somebody else's like like music. Yeah. And I was like, it's mine? Yeah. And I reposted it, I trimmed it down and that, and like reposted it. But it, I think it like, listed about 120 countries that mm -hmm. it would chop it out of yeah. and then just removed it and my word it's ridiculous yeah. and it's just like it, it amazes me but also that's the fun of it right as well it's like game. yeah it's just a massive game and we're all just a bunch of sickos really that just <laughs> we are Why do we pass through it? Right, I know. like we could all just we're all pretty intelligent right we're like if we can do what we're doing we could all go and earn like 150 grand a year at a fucking nine to five job like yeah. we're, we're not stupid because we're doing yeah. what we're doing um yeah but we still decide to do it it's fucking crazy um yeah. what's your thoughts on doing an album <gasps> Ooh, i'd look i would love to i would um i mean i think because the thing is, I suppose, because I've done quite a few features and things like that, and I've only had a few of my tracks out. It's been on like a one one by one single basis. Yeah. So doing an actual body of work would be amazing. Um, at the moment, I've got enough for that tracks wise that I could yeah. maybe. But I think I'm going to do something a bit different with it. Um, maybe you know make something at the end that's got a few more tracks on it. But yeah. I don't know. I, I would love to do an album though. I think. Um. But I mean, I suppose it's interesting, really, because like sales on an album, do the singles just get picked? I don't know, because playlisting on an album, mm. it's quite interesting. It's weird, now. isn't you it? Can have, you can buy the format of it, I'm sure. I'd love to do some vinyl presses. Yeah, you've got it. The only one who's vinyl, mate. I'd like to do some vinyl. Do it. Uh, yeah, but I, but I think, uh, why not? I love. I think it'd be really cool because yeah. I love the progression of an album. Like track seven and eight is always that nice melancholic track that's dead. Like. You know, that's my favourite point They're in an album. They're always the best records, though, aren't they? I know. Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins, one of my favourite albums. Soma on that track. It's down there. It's amazing. I've not listened to that album. Not listened oh, to you should listen to Soma by Smashing Pumpkins after. Okay. You'll be like, okay. But yeah. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> From Friends. <laughs> Who is this? Yeah, no, I, I'd, love to, again. I'd love to do an album. And I've, like, toyed with it over the years. Yeah, and I said to my Ryan, my manager, the other day, I was like, "Twenty twenty three is my album year." He's like, Ooh. "You better get fucking writing then, son." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "It's it's gonna be like 
let's say for instance like bicep that did an album yeah. recently like they smashed it and it did really well mm-hmm. but then there's also like certain albums that came out that just do terrible because of the way the streaming works and you're just like i don't know i think it's tough going from that single like you're you're a single artist so people mm-hmm. are used to you just releasing singles and singles and singles yeah. to then go to an album to become an album artist because then i think you have to stick as an album artist i don't think you can put this is my personal opinion i don't think you can go from single artist to an album artist to then back to singles and then back to our album i think you kind of have to be like okay we're we're on the album game now and we have to make yeah. make it all out and I think you're right, though. It's quite interesting when you think about it like that, going from being a single artist to actually having like a whole body of work. And then with the streaming of it, too, it's kind of like there will be singles released from that album. Yeah. But maybe you'll be the ones. And it's sort of like, obviously, to let that amount of work go as well altogether is amazing to have that like catalogued in one whole stream. But it's sort of, I don't know, when I see albums at the moment, and even, you know, like Biceps One, the track that they released. I mean, to be honest, actually, I think most of their tracks from that album are in their like most popular hits now anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just as any sort of example, like there'll be, you know, their singles that they chose from that album mm. and they'll be the ones that go into, they'll be more listened to than yeah. the al- the rest of the album would be anyway. So it's kind of, I don't know. I think, it, I think, I think you should do it though. I'd love to. I think we just live in a non-album society now. I think people don't necessarily go like i remember as a kid i've said this so many times but like not not even well as a kid and when you first learn to drive and everything you have an album in your car for fucking months mate i know it just stays in there just like yeah and i don't do that on spotify really there's a few artists that are like my go-to but i don't really just go and listen to the same thing over and over again Yeah, I mean, I think I'm the same. I kind of, even if I listen to an artist, I might go on their, you know, like their radio or this is, you know, so it'll be like a mixture of all of their yeah. stuff rather than fully all the way through. I think the last album I did that with, though, was uh, Pink Moon, Nick Drake. Okay. It's one of my favourite albums. That It's I've good to like that. listen to. Oh, there you go. Pink Moon, the album by Nick Drake. Get I'll on check it. Check that out. When are you yeah. going to do non-electric stuff? Non-electronic soon probably it's still got elements of non-electronic like elements but it's still electronic do you know what i mean Mm. is that what you or do you mean like going acoustic yeah that's what i mean Um, oh i see i mean i'd like to i mean i've i've done in the past like little bits and bobs like i've done acoustic versions of like Mm. naked with that acoustic version um but i've why do you ask? Do you, do you think it'd be a good move? Yeah, I fucking love your voice. And I think oh. it's like, I think it, the world needs it. Oh, mate. Thank you very much. I mean, I, <laughs> no, I, I, hello. Um, no, I, I really would like to. And I'm trying to, I've been like learning guitar a lot more over this mm. period of time. Not that I'm saying I'm going to go out and be a virtuoso, but like, you know, you've got to try in it, you know. Why not? Yeah, why not? But I I would love to do some like either acoustic versions of the tracks I've got or even, yeah, just write some that are purely that. Because I've never written a ballad, you know, like. You need to. Mm, I don't have, I've never. No. I'm not telling you you have to do these things. Well, actually I am. I'm yeah. telling you to fucking get on with it, girl, and just start writing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it- I've got my box upstairs, you know. <laughs> this, got- this is why I wish I was like good at a, a like, 
good at singing and good at playing the piano. But you can sing. I probably can. You used to be a singing teacher. You'll have to teach me. I know, isn't it? You see? Skills. <laughs> yeah. I'd love I to, I'd love to. Like if I could be anyone, if I could be any artist, it would be Bon Iver. Oh mate. I know. Yeah. Good choice. Bloody hell. Bon Iver yeah. or James Blake. Yeah. In that realm. It's That's just cool. such well, who would you be? Do you know what? Like, it just came to my head straight away. See you, but older see you. You know, like what, zero seven, see ya. Yeah, yeah. I call her that, and like color the small one. Like her first album was so cool. Um, I just love like that vibe. You know, you could yeah. do that though. You could do that. Maybe. I mean, I. You know, I. That's the kind of stuff I listen to really as well. You know, like that kind of well zero seven, like Bonobo, yeah. Iver, all of them guys. Um, Should we try and make some stuff? Oh, you know, I'm up for it, mate. Definitely. We should do like when I'm back in the UK. We should do a week. You should come down and stay for a week. Okay. And we just do like an EP. Of I'll like, bring Linda. Is Linda the guitar? No, Linda's the the vegan food. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> no. I I would absolutely love that. I could bring my I could bring my guitar. You know. Let's just like I can't. I think we could do something cool. Yeah. And just like um, maybe even release it under like a different name as well. Oh, what was it? Kiosk Moss, those guys. I don't know them. Yeah, you do. Who? Do you remember the guy? I showed you them in the car. Oh, yes. I do. Yeah. Remember. It's that guy, Olfa. Yeah. Olaf Arnold's. That guy. It's his, it's his group. But like he does his stuff, but then he has this group, which is a complete pseudonym, but yeah. it's just a myth. Yeah. We should do that. I'm super down for that. I think it'd be cool, you know. And we can yeah. do, like, weird shit. We can make, like, we can do, like, proper Bon Iver vibes. Oh, I like that. <gasps> yeah. Because that's the kind of stuff that I like, you know, honestly. I, I've just started, like, messing around trying to, like, get together little track ideas and stuff. Just using, like, splice and, like, little presets and yeah. stuff. So just trying to produce up little ideas of, like, that kind of space and you're so good at that like obviously like you're an amazing producer but like that kind of vibe that you get like we can do some stuff i need to send Mm. you i've got this side project that oh yeah i need to send you okay Uh, yeah i'll send you and let me know what you think it's like it's like an album it's like 12 12 13 songs some are like finished some aren't but let me send it to you and then yeah we can kind of get some vibes off that yeah defo like and you've already got see we've already got an album there just sneakily stashed away like oh i'd love to do an album well i've actually got one (laughs) (laughs) gonna have like four by the time i actually do an album i know you'd just be like oh by the way ryan i've just uh his just have a listen yeah take a few yeah but but also the thing with things like that it does they do like really well on streaming because it's like background music and I, that's not in a disrespectful way to the, what they're writing, but their streams are, are huge because it just gets put on all these massive playlists. I mean, like Flume and stuff like that as well, mm. you know, like going into that territory, then the streams on that are ridiculous. Jesus um, Christ, that's money. Yeah. I know. It's money. Like, pro- money. But um, I, I just think that, like, it's so interesting because it becomes a part of somebody's, like, soundscape of their day, you know? Totally. And I think you can create a piece of music that has that effect where it's sort of, like, 
like for me, like I was saying before, Pink Moon by Nick Drake. I know it's not in that realm at all, but it's like if I ever feel stressed out, I'll just whack that album on. And I might not even be listening to it, but it becomes like it changes the vibe, you know, because it's, you know. London Grammar do it for me. That's, that's, oh, I know. I, I know you, yeah. Slightly yeah. obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah, what's that tune? Baby, it's you. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I know. I remember when we were in the studio session, you were like, mate, have you heard this yet? I was like, no. Because it was just after that album had come out, I think. Yeah, I think. it was. It was. Mm. And you played it and we were like bathing in the soundscape. <laughs> you know? Have to wash on me. Um, oh, <laughs> but, I, you know, but that, you know, that kind of that kind of music, I just think that like it's non-intrusive to like, you know, I mean, you could have you could have like pure bangers going off in the background and just do you know whatever you were doing. I was just gonna like knit there, but um, <laughs> knitting know. whilst listening to bangers, getting some gabber on, knitting. Oh. Have a do, mate. <laughs> Fucking gabber. Did you used to listen to gabber as well? No, I, I, no, I had like a few mates. You, did, you definitely it. did, didn't you? That face was like, yeah, I, <laughs> I did, but I don't <laughs> want to admit it. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, my back catalogue actually. Before I did this. But my mates used to go to like, is it called Bang Face? Yeah, Bang Face, yeah. Festival, yeah, it's from like, that sort of round from where I'm from. My mates used to go to that. And I think that's all all that gabber and all that, isn't it? Yeah, it looks actually proper fun, that festival though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they've always, I know that like they've stayed over. I think you can stay in the chalets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's carnage, man. (laughs) But every time they've gone, they're like, oh, it's so good, you should come. But I've never, just never got my uh, act together, so... Yeah, it's pretty intense, that. Yeah. What was the last festival you went to as a punter? What were you going to ask me? As a punter? Yeah. Um, Glastonbury. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah. Oh, I live like 15 minutes away from there. Oh, sick. So I went. used to go with my dad every year. Um, no way. But I haven't been... I haven't been to Glastonbury since I was like, fuck me, since like 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah, 15. Or maybe, maybe, maybe 16, 7. No, no, that's an absolute lie. I went when I was 20 with my dad. Yeah. Started going when I was 14, I think. That's amazing. Yeah. Man, I, I really want to go. Like, it's definitely a festival. Like, even, I mean, I'd love to play it. But, yeah. I mean, like, I'd love to go. It's, yeah. it's the hands down the I've not been to every festival in the world, but hands down, it is the best festival in the world. Mm, yeah. So, something looks, so special about it. It looks it. And I think like the vibe you must get from being there, because it's so iconic and so kind of like, I don't know. It's just like what, I suppose it's quintessentially the festival, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I've seen yeah. so many artists there as well that you just like absolutely blow you away. Just yeah. Like, Mumford and Sons on like a Sunday night or a Saturday night headlining pyramid stage. And I'm just like, yeah. holy fuck, you were amazing. And then Jay-Z and then oh yeah, Fatboy Slim, like DJing on the other stage. Just so seen, cool. Yeah, just seen some amazing people that you just like this, this like literally has changed my life. Like mm. moments that change your life and you're like, wow, this is something That's special. Been- 
It's interesting, isn't it? Like, you know, kind of moments like that have been so removed from our lives in the last year and a half. And it's like, they are actually like moments of kind of clarity and life-changing moments that come from events, festivals, and that kind of unity yeah. of it. It's amazing, like. Yeah, that first that first show I played, I literally like, I the first half hour I was literally shitting my pants. And then I got oh. into it. And then I like, when I... When the nerves go, I just like start to look up and like start watching. And like there was a point where I like I nearly wanted to cry because I was like, this is the best feeling. Yeah, this is just like, like the nicest feeling being able to see people have fun and see people be together again. It's so important. Oh, man, I bet I bet it felt so bizarre as well. That kind of like it's almost like. I know this sounds really weird, but you know when you watch programs from back in the day and you see people smoking inside and you go, mm. well, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. You feel a little bit like that when you were kind of like, whoa, it's like <laughs> quite on? normal. Like, It's strange. It's really strange. And I, I don't think the world, I don't think they can go back on, on their word now because it's just, people are just going to be like, no, fuck you. We're still raving. I feel the same way, actually. I think that like that, you know, if we were to have, I mean, touch wood, you know, like, if we were to go into a lockdown or it was put out there or whatever, I don't think people would adhere to it no. anymore. You know, and I think, yeah, I think the movements that we're making, hopefully and opening the world up kind of just keep on getting better. Or yeah. like, if we have to live with it, like then, Fucking live I don't know. Yeah. Life's, life's way too short and way too important to be controlled by something that's out of our control. Yeah. Out of our power. <laughs> For everybody, really, even yeah. even you know the government trying to tell us, you know, if they wanted us to have another lockdown, it's like we can't, like if yeah. we can't just stay like that forever, you know. No, but the thing is, you have bigger, bigger, bigger fish to fry when you start telling people that what you can and can't do to a certain extent in in the way of living their lives, and I think we haven't seen what it would turn into. We've we've been lucky because it's we got out of it quick enough, but. If the, imagine this went on for five years, like it, it would be, be dangerous. Like, yeah, It'd be a I dangerous think so. world. So people, yeah. people need to socialize. People need to have fun. People need to have human interaction. We're we're tribal animals. We're all tribal. We need yeah. people around us. Or no matter how introverted some of us can be, like yeah. we still need people. We still need that human touch. We still need to f- love. We still need all of that. And. I think mm. it's important. I I think what happened. Hopefully, people also are a bit grateful, become and like don't take it yeah. for granted, and are like okay, because because we've never had it taken away from us, right? And, no, and we have now, and now it's like okay, let's make the most of it all the time, and let's try and live life a little bit more fuller, and and not yeah. worry about the not worry too much about the things that are completely out of our power. Yeah, totally. And I, I definitely think that personally, I felt that a lot more um, sort of gratitude for each day that I can kind of have a bit more of a normal life, you know, yeah. um, whatever, whatever normal is. But I think, yeah, I think it is, I don't know. I think it's really almost, I know this is awful to say, cause it's like a, but a reset, mm. you know, on the sort of outlook of, you know, life in general yeah. i suppose um i suppose it's not awful to say because i feel like that's what that's kind of how i feel i feel like i've sort of had a little bit of a reset and a realization about like you know how precious our time is and also being with the people 
Totally. Well, you know, while we can, you know, um, well, I think if, it's- even if you, sorry to butt in, but even if you look at your yeah. life, like how much it's changed over, over the year and not in a negative way, like in yeah. a positive way and how thing how things are moved and how much you've actually grown as human being. Like I've seen it just like being on the peripheries, if you know what I mean. And like, yeah. like even for me is like, I've, I've changed as a person I've grown and it, it, like, I hate to say it, but lockdown was a good thing for me yeah um go on go on on. i I was gonna say did it for once allow you to kind of be yeah i think it it helped me work out certain things in life that i want personally career-wise um Mm -hmm. i got to spend time with my family which is just like i we never i never get to do if you know what i mean like Mm. and it it really hit home when I left I left the, the UK and then was like I landed back in America I had to do two weeks in Mexico and then I did yeah, yeah and, and then I landed back in the UK on the 7th of July which is my dad's birthday oh. and um, I like called called my dad obviously and they were all like having family dinner and I'm like oh that really fucking got to me I'm like here we go like back on tour can't see the people that actually really matter in my life if you know what i mean um again but it i'm that's not me complaining it's me being super grateful of the time that i've had with them for the last year and a half and being like me it's allowed me to set goals for me to work towards things so i can have that more often really yeah because i think like get so used to especially being like self-employed in the music industry you get so used to just saying yes to everything because it's like the permission to stop is not there because you're your own boss so like you know I'm awful for it I don't stop really or I didn't I was always on the go like I was always doing something and I didn't really find time for myself really in any of it I mean it was you know again not complaining because it's amazing to be busy it's great to be in demand but and also put myself in that much demand I don't know schedule wise it was a little bit all over the show but I think yeah it's interesting now that you've kind of gone away and like you had so so much of a because me as well I suppose but on a smaller scale because I'm only in London compared to like Liverpool but I mean obviously spending so much time with family members and then having that removed Mm. but it was a bit of a shock to the system hey yeah massive massive shock yeah yeah, it's strange thinking about it like oh yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think it's obviously like apart from all the people that died i think it has and like all the people that lost their jobs and things like that but i, I also think people losing their jobs is probably the best thing for them and it happened for a reason and as much as it sucks i i, I think i'd like to hope that it kind of brings better people better like, like I, I know so many people that have like stopped working and started their own businesses and are so yeah. much happier. Mm. Um, but for, and I think maybe this is why I haven't written music for for such a long time because I'm just like trying to work out what where I want to go and what I want to do and kind of mm. when I've done a year I literally wrote like. 14 months of just solid music for 14 months like every single day and I'm like I'm musicked out like and beforehand I'd force myself to write 
before, mm-hmm. like when I was touring before, I'd force myself every single day to do shit. Yeah. And then realistically, it, it wasn't all that great. Mm. So, all of, you mean all the output that you were putting out yeah. there? Kind of, yeah. So I, I think it's, I, I think it's, yeah, it has, I, in answer to your question, it's just allowed me to just accept. And don't get me wrong, it's been hard. Like I've yeah. I've struggled a lot with it. Like not writing music for me is like worse than anything. It's the worst feeling because I feel so lazy. I feel yeah. so like you're the worst. Will you're like a shit artist? Like all the all the horrible things that we will tell ourselves yeah, every yeah, single yeah, yeah. day as an artist. Like I yeah. get that on a daily basis, and then you kind of go to bed with that, and you're like, oh fuck, will. But mm-hmm. it's just trying to like process that as well. Yeah. Did you go through that? I did actually. Yeah, I mean, I I I was doing bits, you know, session wise on like Zoom and things like that. But I mean, as far as it goes for like writing for myself, it's it's always that kind of like I feel like I should be doing something, and then if I'm having some time off that maybe I need for my head to get back into gear, I feel guilty about it. But then it becomes like a catch twenty yeah. two. So it sort of takes away from my vibe the next day because like yeah, like you go to bed with it thinking like, what if I've not done enough? Like should I be trying harder? Should I always do more? Because they say, what is it? You should write 30 or whatever, or write, write a hundred or whatever. And then you've got more scope to go. But sometimes it's like, give yourself headspace rather. I think, yeah. And I think the thing is, is that that process, isn't it? You should write more and then you've got more to kind of roll with. But realistically, like where we're at in our careers, is like, we know what we need to do. If you know what I mean? It's not like we need to learn how to write a new song or we need to like we we're purely doing it because we love it and it's not like a it's not an education person purpose that we're doing it so mm. i think like that it's like that we've done our ten thousand hours now we need to like we need Gosh. to home oh. in we need to like home in on on the next ten thousand hours and make it make every hour really fucking good um yeah but i also think that maybe sometimes those hours are doing nothing too and I think that maybe, I know that maybe sounds counterintuitive, but sometimes allowing yourself to go like on a walk or yeah. make sure that's factored into your day. I was really bad at that. Like during the first part of lockdown, I would literally just stay in. Like I wouldn't go out really. Like I was lucky when I was in Formby because the beach is right there. But, you know, but it's like making time. So it's sort of like being on and also being off is like, is important. Balance, isn't it? And mm. I think as, as, sometimes i do wish i had it like i don't wish but sometimes i wish i had nine to five because so many of my mates have nine to fives they go to work and then they leave work and it's done oh but we're never done yeah we're never fucking done (laughs) but it's not exciting as well i love it like how lucky are we that we can wake up every day and if we don't want to work we don't have to yeah. We're going to beat ourselves up about not working all oh, day. We're going to be like the worst people in the world for <laughs> not doing it. But, you know, yeah. But, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, you know, the nine to five, like, if you racked up how many hours we actually do during the week, I bet it's more. Oh, way more. <laughs> way, way you know? more. Yeah. I mean, even them social media hours that are on the, uh, you know, on our hourly end, that still kind of work. It's all work. <laughs> Dog videos, that's work. Dog I know, right? TikTok. I haven't gone yeah. into TikTok yet. You haven't. Yeah, I don't want you to. Know. It's dangerous. I do like. I do like. Um. I play guitar and sing on there. Do I you? Do that. Oh, I need to follow yeah. you. 
Oh, it's only like little like 15 seconds of things, but um, that's what but TikTok takes... is, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'm basically doing what the app tells you, you know. Um, but yeah, so I do that. Amazing. Um, we've just done an hour and a half. Shut just, the front door. Yeah, it's just flown by. Okay, sorry. Thank you. It's been amazing. Um, <laughs> how can people follow you and listen to your music? So you can find me on Instagram at Halisings, and you can also find me on TikTok at Halisings, mm-hmm. on the Twitter as well. But um, yeah, on Spotify, I'm Hayla, and I've got like a, a red jacket on, you know. Red, red riding. No, I think it's changed. Is it now? Yeah, it's changed. Who's done that? <laughs> John, Mick. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Yeah, it's changed to your new snazzy press shots. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. It's changed. Bring back yeah. the Red Riding Hood. I know. Bring back the Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Hey. Halo. Halo on Spotify. Thank you so much. Uh, how are you spelling Halo? It's H-A-Y-L-A, right? Mm-hmm. That's the cool. one, yeah. Thank you so much for being on. Mm, oh, thank you for having me, man. Honestly, it's been it's lovely been like as well to have a chat. It's you been know. really nice. Um, I'm back in September, so let's plan some shit. Um, do it. Let's go for dinner. Yeah, let's do that. 100 percent yeah um maybe some vegan restaurant i'd I'd do a vegan restaurant for you oh there's always options i can eat chips and a side salad it's fine (laughs) or a risotto oh yeah i love that it's got me being famous risotto cool keep safe oh you too mate have a lovely day see you soon mate take care and that is a wrap thank you so much to everybody that listened um big ups to hayla Loved it. Go follow her. Go listen to her music. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave your comments. Do all of the good stuff. Keep safe. Have a wonderful week. And I'll see you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.